With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at First, first Listen. Listen. This season... We're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge Podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here and this season takes it to a whole new level old school legends modern power players and ex-lovers are all competing in cape town south africa for the prize of three hundred thousand dollars and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast listen to mtv's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts carol g juan gabriel christina aguilera what do these three have in common you mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight, 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Huge boner. Live from the Fox Sports Radio studios. If cold candidate calls aren't turning into hot hiring leads, you need Indeed because Indeed's powerful hiring platform makes it easy to attract, screen, and interview candidates all from one place. Find your next great hire visiting Indeed.com slash credit. That's Indeed.com. Slash credit. So before we get into Urban Meyer, just, you know, we, we talked about it briefly tonight. We spent a lot of time on Matt Ryan to the Colts and what a meh kind of move that is. Um, the Falcons signing Marcus Mariota yeah. and the Falcons being okay with the dead cap hit that Matt Ryan's contract has. I mean, the dead cap hit is $570 million. It is a big (laughs) cap hit for the Falcons. Um, The Falcons are going to tank this year. It's what they're doing. They're going to tank. And and this is the year to do it, right? Because you look at the the South, Tom Brady is back. Okay, great. 
All right. We thought things might be better, but Brady is back. You don't have enough going on. You don't have a lot of money. Calvin Ridley is suspended for the year. Uh, your running back situation, Mike Davis didn't really work out. You brought Cordell Patterson back, and he was, he was very good. Okay, we're fine. Uh, but clearly this is not going to be your year. So, yeah, they're just going to kind of tank. They're going to go with Marcus Mariota. I'm sure he's going to be the guy. And might they will they draft somebody? I'm sure. Like that's what they're going to do is, okay, let's get somebody maybe in the second round of the draft that's going to be our quarterback of the future and Mariota's this year. That's kind of how it's going to go. But the Falcons, are tank- they're just going to tank for this year. They may wind up being the worst team in the NFL this year. They might wind up tanking just because – with everything going on, they're starting over. This may be the year to do it. Good quarterback class next year. Obviously, position for position, I mean, where are they winning? Right? Patterson had a great year last year. Amazing that it took a decade to figure out where outside of special teams. Which are very which, which Excuse me. for you. You okay there, buddy? Yeah, I got all verklempt thinking about how bad the Falcons are going to be. <laughs> Let me get that drink That's of water. That's all right, buddy. Yeah, get, get that drink of water yeah, yeah. in there, buddy. So, I mean, okay. position right. by position, they're awful. In the division, right, the Saints bring back Jameis Winston whenever he's ready and healthy. You got Michael Thomas back off of – he essentially missed all of last season. And they've got a great defense. Saints are better than you. So, you know, and then obviously Carolina's Carolina. If nothing else, they reek of desperation. So maybe something will, will happen positively there. Um, yeah, I, I think it's just the, the curiosity of, you know, what that looks like. Is Mariota a starter? Really? Mariotto? Mariotto. Uh, was so Mariotto. Uh, famously uh, announced at the draft. Just I, I saw that domino effect happen pretty fast because pretty sure Winston's deal was done the – Unless we get Deshaun Watson, you're our guy. Okay, good. Uh, and, and away you go, especially when it's that dollar amount, right? Because that's not a, hey, here's a very low base with a ton of incentives. That's pretty decent money, right? Not A-list starter, not even B-list starter. But, you know, when you're looking at, at the dollars that were put out in front of him, two for 28, that, that's a pretty good chunk of change to say, all right, you're our guy. And they were really cash-strapped getting into free agency. So, uh, yeah, Marcus Mariota. You know, was, there was another story I thought you would be interested in because you haven't done your Jerry Jones in a while. So yeah, Jerry Jones was on 105 The Fan. Quote, we met with Tyron Matthew this weekend. Micah told Tyron all about his modeling his play after him, and the two of them talked football for close to two hours. Micah Parsons took to Twitter, this is not true, but we would love to have him. <laughs> Uh, uh, I talked to Micah, and uh, he told me he passed a note to Tarrant, who who passed a note to Stephen, who passed a note to Jerry Jr. that said that uh, he'd like to come here. So after that game of telephone, we actually did play a game of telephone, and I won. It was kind of funny. We went all the way around the room, and the guys all thought we were talking about free agency, but we actually did play a game of telephone, and it came all the way back. And it oh, was I'm sorry. What was the question? So you miss Jerry Jones. You miss an idea. I did. I did a little bit. Yeah, there's no, there's no question about it. By the way, uh, Dak Prescott had surgery on his non-throwing shoulder. Just throwing it out there as well. But, uh, so, uh, yeah, yeah, look. Lots going on, man. Fa- the Falcons, they could be the worst team in the NFL in 2022. They, they really could be. I mean, there's not a lot of teams 
that project to be that bad. And it's look, it's it's a t- it's a tank year, right? They'll draft a quarterback. We'll get ready. We'll, we're, we're gonna we have to do it, right? We have to do it. No Ridley, no anything. This is how to do it, and they'll get ready and be ready to go in 2023. Now, outside of all these stories that were mm-hmm. happening right today, we saw the Urban Meyer report from the Athletic that had a lot of things we already kind of knew about Urban Meyer, but then had just something so delicious, like it was a, like the big chocolate fudge shake I had today at the Cafe 50s diner I went to. I want a chocolate fudge shake with peanut butter. Bring it to me and, and, bring, it, and, and bring me the excess in the big metal can so I can just pour it in when I'm done. Oh, it's well, so a lot of delicious. places don't do that anymore. No, I like I'll the tell you what, to do that. I'm getting pretty salty about that. I used to pay for that extra. Yeah, no, I like places that do that. They go, here's your shake, and here's the excess. I go, oh, yeah, you're my hero. And it's like I'm getting three shakes. You know, you drink, I drink like half of it, then I fill it up with the rest. I'll get another one. It's like i got three shakes going on. It's fantastic. Know, uh, but Urban Meyer, who we knew, look, his tenure with Jacksonville was a disaster. I told you he wasn't going to make it to the end of the year, and he didn't. One of my greatest bowl predictions ever. Yeah, uh, you did a 180 on him real fast. Yeah, but I made that big bowl you were, prediction. You were, getting him, I told you, you were going to carry him off the field after a Super Bowl victory yeah, now when he was he, hired. <laughs> now he carried him off the field in a different way. <laughs> yeah, no, that's it. You helped eject him. Uh, uh, more reports on his year with the Jaguars that was – loaded with more intrigue and more of, uh, of his poor treatment of his assistant coaches, uh, placing the blame for losing with, with uh, the people that were in him, a lot of disorganization, a lot of uh, uh, mental uh, uh, abuse of, of, of people who worked for the Jaguars. It's just stuff that we have heard a lot of. But then we got this part today. That along with that, Urban Meyer didn't know who a lot of the star players in the NFL were, specifically Aaron Donald, Jamal Adams, and Debo Samuel. Uh, The quote from Aaron Donald on Aaron Donald, hey, who's this 99? I heard he could be a problem for us. (laughs) (laughs) He he could be a problem. And then Sean McVay's got the microphone yelling, run it back, run it back. (laughs) It's really... Who's 99? Just unbelievable. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. I saw the headline. I had to make sure it was from somebody reputable. And then I started seeing it making the rounds and, you know, linking back to the athletic. It's like, this is really a thing. Like, you... You knew about all the other, right? The calculated gambles, the people he trusted, the insulated nature of it, right? And and how he treated people to a degree. We we pretty much been apprised that there, there were some issues, right? We I think we all kind of stipulated to that at the hire, but to put it on this level and then add the all right, he did all this work. He's this great and successful, and you know writes the book on leadership. That's great. Uh, and all of these things, and it's not even has having a clue as to who some of the top names in the National Football League are, especially a guy guys that he would have been trying to recruit at various stops, or so one would think. Uh, you would think that a guy like Urban Meyer, 
number one would know you know players like Aaron Donald. Boy, this guy's good, man. Hey, I see the tape on him. How long has he been good for? He's been the best player in the NFL for about a decade. But like defense. Eleanor pays really? no attention to any of this, Jason. <laughs> no attention. She knows who Aaron Donald is. My older daughter. My younger one will sit and she'll she'll watch, you know, some of the the recaps and stuff on a Sunday with me or in the week we'll be like all right what are you watching a replay and she'll sit and you know watch a sequence or two with me so she gets a little bit of a a glimpse of it Eleanor no she's my theater kid she's got no care other than a little Friday night lights but Aaron Donald Tom Brady these stars at the top of the game yeah she knows damn well who they are and and that's the part of this that I, I keep going really is he's that aloof Aaron Donald? <laughs> I don't know this guy. No, he's been great. Yeah, people say he's the best defensive player since Lawrence Taylor. Probably is. Boy, let, let's watch him on tape. Now, here, here's the one thing I disagree with is that uh, the star players he didn't know, Aaron Donald, yes. Debo Samuel, yes. Jamal Adams, not a star. I'm sorry. Maybe he didn't know who he was. Jamal Adams, not a star. Not anymore. No, 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 no. No, not a star. Not a star. Nope. Nope, nope, nope. Well, nope, he nope, was. Nope, nope. nope, he was. He was not anymore. Not anymore. Nope, not anymore. Not anymore. Well, that's that's, that's the thing, nope. though. You, nope, do you nope, want nope, more nope, examples? Nope. nope. Should have had more example of stars. Do you, do you were upset with the third guy on the medal stand there? I was. Honestly, I was. Because when I say stars, I want to think of stars. Debo Samuel's a star. Aaron Donald's a superstar. Jamal Adams? Come on, man. Jamal Adams? Uh, I was upset. I thought, you know, it's like, you, boy, that, that you know, it's like, it's like he must feel great because here's, here's people who think he's still a star. Because I'm being lumped in with guys who are actual stars. No, that's good. I mean, because he still has thought of one as one. I mean, Seattle, they're wishing, wanting, hoping that the the trade, you know, even though they got a lot of the stuff back and getting rid of Russell Wilson, that that it will still be proven to not be completely disastrous. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> they had uh, to trade Russell Wilson to get the first round picks back no, that know, they get for Jamal Adams. That's disastrous. <laughs> no, on Friday's show, we had talked uh, a lot about a friend in the business and and long time, you know, for your friend at ESPN and and a friend to all all people in our sports media world, uh, John Clayton and his passing. Just since we're talking about the Russell Wilson trade, um, Mike Cliss, who's worked in Denver forever. Called John Clayton 10 days ago to ask him why Seattle would trade away Russell Wilson. His reply, quote, because they're stupid. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, just to, to bring it full circle there around there and, and to smile and think, <laughs> of, yeah, stupid. that's the kind of one-liner you would have gotten oh from, God, from Mr. Clayton so as well. But, but yeah, I mean, they're still hoping, right? You heard Softy when he was on with us last week. Oh, still I know, wishing and hoping know, that Jamal Adams could still be a guy. He's not a star. You know, but here, here's the other part of this, right, is that – The reason Urban Meyer failed is the same reason that Baker Mayfield failed in Cleveland. I'm getting a lot of hate on social media. Baker Mayfield didn't fail. He was a number one overall pick in the draft and didn't see his second contract with the team. They had to trade. They had to mortgage their future for a quarterback because the guy they drafted number one overall – didn't even get to his second contract. Yeah, I'm sorry, yeah. that's failing. But they the really reason- did put all the chips to the center of the table <laughs> on this one, now didn't they? The the reason the reason they both failed is for the is the same thing, is that neither of these guys 
knew what it took to succeed in the NFL. Neither one of them did, right? Urban Meyer and Baker Mayfield both came into the league going, I got this. I'm going to stay who I am. I don't need to learn or adapt to any of it. Now, you can debate Urban Meyer's desire to have the job once he got it, but still, he never thought he had to change. He never thought he had to adapt. He could do it the old, this is how we did it in college when I was dealing with 17 and 18 year old kids. And Baker Mayfield all thought, I just don't, I don't need to change. I can stay who I am and I don't need to learn or adapt to any of these things. I don't need to change. And clearly he did because he never understood what it was was like to handle being a quarterback in the NFL. People who come into a job, and you, you know people that have done this in, in your line of work, when they come to a, a new place and they go, hey, this is my way or the highway, and it's like, well, don't you want to get to know the people you're working with? No, I'm going to say whatever the hell I want to, and you're going to do it because this is what I've done my whole career. Those people always fail always fail. They always wind up flaming out and aren't with the company very long and the same thing winds up here. They failed. Urban Meyer failed and yeah, Baker Mayfield failed because of what I, he didn't see his second contract as a number one overall pick in the draft and all the stuff the Browns had to trade because they got that pick wrong. All right, so yeah, had Baker Mayfield understood what it was like to be a quarterback in the NFL, things might have gone a little bit easier on him. Maybe he's less involved in social media or commercials or getting involved in guys uh, uh, negotiation issues with the team yeah. all of these things baker mayfield didn't really get urban meyer the same thing that's why they fail and it's inevitable that when you come in with that kind of attitude and don't think you have to adjust at all or you have nothing to learn you're going to fail and meyer came into a new situation he knew nothing about failed mayfield came into a new situation he knew nothing about and he failed it was inevitable yeah, I think Duke Johnson, by the way, signed with the Bills. Uh, just, just, you know. uh, look, we're Way not going to leave buddy. him unnamed. Way to follow you, you, that I mean, up. That you, was great. You, you mentioned the contract. <laughs> I'm just going to call it as he signed today. Um, but the, the idea being that collaboration at every level in every business is important. Reading the room, knowing the players, not because I'm making fun of Urban Meyer, not knowing – you know, stars in the NFL, but just getting to actually invest in the people around you. And, and that seems to be something that's lost. For Baker, we speak to it, you know, from the 30,000 feet kind of vantage point as best we can, right? Because, you know, there, there are some reports that, you know, he was a good guy with the locker room, and obviously there's fans in Cleveland. There were connections with some of them, but behind the scenes also – bristling, you know, at some of some of the way he handled himself. And with Urban Meyer, well, the athletic column really just punctuates a lot of what has been said at every stop and every exit that he's had. Um, hubris. And sometimes, uh, as the report on Baker is, he needs to be humbled. Uh, couldn't be anything more humbling right now than to be the guy sitting there waiting for the carousel and still hoping there's a seat there. Because uh, right now, I, I wouldn't be surprised if at the end of all this, Jason, he ends up getting released. Mm. Good luck battling it out with Sam Darnold in Carolina. Oh, that'll be wow. great. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. 
Hey, this is Jason McIntyre. Join me every weekday morning on my podcast, Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. This isn't your typical sports pod pushing the same tired narratives down your throat every day. Straight Fire gives you honest opinions on all the biggest sports headlines, accurate stats to help you win big at the sports book, and all the best guests. Do yourself a favor and listen to Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Fox Sports Radio, it is the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Live from Fox Sports Radio Studios, where after this weekend in college basketball, likely you have a lot of red ink and red pen cross-outs on your brackets because, well, this really didn't go according to plan. You know that! Uh... With the Sweet 16 we are seeing right now, we already saw ones go out. I've lost three of my Final Four teams because I fell in. I was victim to the blasphemy of the SEC, and now they're all gone, and two of my picks are gone. I lost Alabama. I, I lost Auburn. I lost It's okay. Tennessee. They're a football conference. Yeah, no, they are. It's okay. I mean, I'm still doing well. If Duke wins the title – I can win our Fox Sports Radio bracket thing because I have Duke. You got three out of your four teams left. You're still feeling pretty yeah. good. No, I'm feeling all right. I think I have like another 74 points that can be gained. Obviously rooting for chaos against anybody that's above me right now. Right? I mean, as it stands, you are one point ahead of me right now. But I have nine teams remaining, including three of my final four, both my championship game picks and my champion. So I'm feeling pretty good. Ish. All right, so, so let's go through here now. After this weekend, as we as we repick the final four from the Sweet Sixteen, uh, I'll start with the well. I'll start with the easy one because if I pick Duke to win it all and Duke is playing well, <laughs> I'm sticking with Duke. Look, Duke was very good in the first couple of rounds. They showed that they can play a lot of different games. The emotion is there. And, you know, look, are, are they settled to have a, a, an, a run-in with Gonzaga? Probably, but the Zags did not look that good the first two games. As good as Drew Timmy was, Timmy, in rescuing them, you shouldn't need a rescue your first two games as a one seed. So I'm, I'm feeling pretty good about Duke over Gonzaga in the Final Four right there. Well, I think a lot of laps being run over the next 72 hours before you come back. <laughs> like, you got out, you survived. What are we doing here? Because, uh, look, for Gonzaga, if not now, when? All right, we talked about them, and we've been talking about them for 20 years. Yeah. Right? They're, they're now one of the established programs. Mm-hmm. Dare I say, if we were to use that terrible terrible term of blue bloods in the modern age they would have to be one right because they're there even if they haven't mm-hmm. gotten over they sure. you could at least normally pencil them in so yeah I'm, I'm i picked gonzaga to win it all so i can't run away from it now uh even though a date with your squad potentially uh creates chaos here and and a bad civil war here on the show <laughs> in the south I'm going to go with Villanova over Arizona because Arizona's one big foible is they're not a great shooting team. And at some point, you're going to run into that team that shoots well, defends well, and that's Villanova. Villanova's have their hands full with Michigan, but Villanova plays great defense. They hit their shots from the outside. Uh, If Villanova and Arizona on a collision course, give me Villanova in the Final Four. They beat the Wildcats. 
Four of the eight still alive for me in our last bracket. This one, just two, Arizona and Villanova. Uh, I have Arizona going that's to okay, the final though. four. That's okay, though. That's one and two. No, that's it. I got Arizona going to the final four, so I'll stay there. Uh, a little afraid of how they've played thus far. But, again, it's it's get out of week, week one and, and then see what you can – piece together as you now have several days to evaluate tape as opposed to the on the fly um, momentary uh, lapse of reason in some cases in the Midwest it's it's fun to see Miami win the way they did it's fun to see Iowa State with a couple of big wins but if you're picking against Kansas right now I think you're just picking against them just to pick against them Uh, Kansas is loaded Remy Martin's been a huge difference maker he is heating up look guard play is so important in the tournament I really can't I feel the best about Kansas right now as I do about anybody else because you're talking about a one a four a ten and eleven that are in Kansas's way and I I don't see a lot in their way that is the uh, bracket where everything blew up for me. I only had five teams. No, seriously. I only had five teams advance out of round one. Uh, and in going into the Sweet 16, I only have Kansas remaining. And you know what? Oof. I had them getting beaten by Iowa. So <laughs> That's going to be the bad bracket for you. So there, there's my giant bucket yeah. of red. That's one of the X's uh, yeah. going all the way down. X, X, Oh, no, it's, X, it's not X, good for X. anybody. Yeah. It's really quite painful to look at right now, which means I'm going to go back to the left side of the bracket where I feel a little bit moderately better about myself. In the East, UCLA is the best team left. I mean, this is a, this is a bracket where a 3, a 4, an 8, or a 15 is getting to the Final Four. North Carolina has played well, yes. Purdue has been good all season long. UCLA is the best team. You know, they're unique a starting five, and the way they play cause matchup difficulties for teams they don't see. They've been through this last year just like this. I have confidence that they're going to be the team that when it comes down to close games, they'll be able to carry it out at the end. So, yeah, give me UCLA to the Final Four. Give me UCLA, Duke, Villanova, Kansas. How about that? Uh, I have UCLA, Purdue were my last two teams left in this region. Uh, I had UCLA going to the Final Four, so I'm feeling good. Three out of my final three, three of my final four teams are still alive, which means it's going to be a lot of red coming very soon. <laughs> Twitter it out about a fresca. Mike gets swollen down the Jason Smith show with my best friend Mike Harmon. So there it is, our Final Four repicks. After the Sweet 16, our best of podcast goes up in about 10 minutes on iTunes. You can use the iHeartRadio app wherever you listen to podcasts. It is there. Urban Meyer night on the show. What we thought about Matt Ryan, that move, Jameis Winston, all of it. iTunes, wherever you listen to podcasts, it is there. Subscribe, rate us. We'll love you forever. My buddy Ben Maller is coming up next.